Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. The Boston Celtics win game four facing elimination. They win game five facing elimination. And the Celtics have taken their talents and the series back to South Beach. Game six on Saturday night. The final score, Boston 110, Miami 97. I think once we got ourselves together, we all looked each other in the eyes and saying, like, hey, we're not going out like this. Um, you know, we, one, we represent the organization, but we also represent ourselves and our family. And obviously, we haven't performed the way we felt like we needed to perform. It's a competitive series. You always expect, uh, you know, things to be uh, challenging in, in the conference finals. You know, one game doesn't lead to the next game. Based on all the experience that we've had, yeah, it, it doesn't matter in the playoffs. It doesn't matter if you lose by whatever. We beat them by whatever in game three. It, it just doesn't matter. We're going to find out. Coach Bo. And a good afternoon. It's the Daily Ticket on a Friday. Sean Brace with you here. Happy Memorial Day weekend, everybody. Spread love. Let's get out there and enjoy this weekend. Obviously, keeping in mind what Memorial Day weekend is all about. More on that a little bit later. But as you just heard, uh, Spolstra giving his thoughts on how it went down last night. Jalen Brown doing the same uh, but uh, the uh, number one item, of course, is the final score, and that is 110-97. The Boston Celtics took game five last night, do or die, and led wire to wire. Didn't surprise me, and, and if you've listened to this show, you know that the NBA playoffs have been pretty tough for me, so uh, I'm going to flex when I get one right. <laughs> Kid. I, I really haven't been playing too many NBA playoff basketball games just because of how back and forth it's been. Uh, took a little bit of a hit with that Sixers ending as well, even though I didn't bet them in, um, in that final game. Uh, but bottom line is where we're at right now with this series, uh, historical, um, going back in, in, it's from the days of a seven game series first started. Uh, we've never seen a team go Oh, down 03 to come back and win it. Never, never happened. And in fact, our ne- our first guest, Sean Bernard, is going to join us. Uh, he's got some numbers on how many teams down 03 actually forced a game seven. That number is even more jarring than the fact that nobody has ever done it before coming back down three games and done. You know, we've only seen it a few times in the other sports as well. Extremely hard. But one thing we do know about. The Boston Celtics is they are supremely talented and they're led by Jason Tatum and of course Jalen Brown. And Jalen Brown, in my mind, led the charge. Tatum did enough, moved it around, got everybody involved. Again, they're going to try and stop and limit, pick your poison, a lot like the Celtics are going to do with Jimmy Butler. 
I would assume the Miami Heat and Coach Spro, Spo are looking at Tatum the same way. So that's why you need help where you can get it. And a guy like Marcus Smart had himself a big game yesterday. Uh, you know, to me, that game and game five or game four as well was won because of the effort, though. I want to put that up number one. Of course, you got the playmakers, Tatum and, 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 and Brown actually didn't even go over their player props, but you got enough from them. Right. And that game was over essentially in the second quarter. They extended the lead to double digits and never looked back. But, you know, you play the game through and through. They did score 97. The, the Miami Heat did shoot the ball well from downtown. I think they finished with 39%, just a tad under, a tick under the 40% mark, which is extremely important for wins and losses throughout the course of the NBA. Look that number up. It's crazy. Uh, but here we are. And now everybody wants to start. Again, I am a single game approach. That's what I am on right now. The path that I am taking with this series has got to be a lot like the players inside that Boston locker room. One game at a time. And I'm not here to tell you that they're going to do it. They're going to win the next two. I can't do that. But I do believe this next game is a straight-up coin flip. I won't be shocked if Boston goes down there and wins. I won't be shocked if Miami holds down home court and ends the series right then there Saturday night in South Beach. I will be surprised if Boston blows out Miami. I won't be surprised if Miami blows out Boston. But I would fully expect that game to be tight. And either way, you want to go with Miami, you want to think that Miami is the team that's going to put an end to this, fine. Now, here's where I'll shake it up even more, as my arm is just rattling more on that, too. I saw a chiropractor today. (laughs) So, wouldn't it be so fitting for the Miami Heat to go up, lose game six, and then go up to Boston and win game seven, right? Would that not be the perfect ending to that series to the Eastern Conference playoffs? And hell, you could even throw the Western Conference playoffs into that. I mean, the only thing that really stayed consistent was the Denver Denver Nuggets. That's it. But man, last night, Boston all over the floor played with that top five defense that we saw throughout the course of the regular season, something that's been non-existent throughout the uh, run here in the playoffs. And you get the superstar players. Missoula had them in the right frame of mind. You got to give them credit. You know, you want to take a shot at him when he gets things wrong. I think he had that team ready to go. And, you know, you have to ask yourself about the pressure. The pressure is definitely having an effect on a lot of these teams throughout the course of this run in the NBA playoffs, both sides, whether Western or Eastern Conference. And last night, there was no pressure on Boston. Why should there be other than the fact, hey, if you lose, you go home. But again, you're playing with house money because it's never been done before. Pressure now back on Miami. And this is the first time that Miami's actually going to feel this pressure. So I'm wondering what we're going to get on Saturday night. I have a hunch that Jimmy Butler is going to put this game on his back. I'm sure we're all in agreement there. And he's going to do whatever he has to do for them to come away with the victory. And again, I want to see from, I won't have any action on the game. I I highly doubt I'll take anything in a live action too as well. I feel more passionate about Miami winning game seven than them winning in game six. How about that? But we're not at seven yet, so I don't even want to get into the, to that. But I, I do believe if you made me make a selection, I probably, man, I think I would lean Boston by a, just a tad. 
I really do think Miami can win this game, but why not? You need to go with Boston, and you know that if you get those guys going and they're aggressive playing downhill, it's just a tough team to match up against. And who knows what the injuries are going to uh, – uh, that the Miami Heat are going to have to deal with. Of course, Gabe Vincent didn't, didn't play. Sean Bernard's going to have more on that and what the true effect it was on the outcome of last night's game. How important is Gabe Vincent to the Miami Heat offense? Pretty darn important. He'll tell you why. And Caleb Martin, got a, he got rolled up on an ankle. Of, oh, no, the knee. That's right, because as he was driving, it kind of went the other way. So we'll see how that one works out over the next 24 hours here in the injury report. But if that game was being played tonight, I would probably take... Boston minus the three and just hold my breath and hope for a, a game seven to happen. All right. Over to the diamond. Let's talk quickly about the Phillies and what we saw yesterday. And again, it's just May. It's not even June, but it's frustrating. And especially when you haven't had an opportunity. I think that was the fourth game that they played against an NL East division opponent. And it's the first time seeing Atlanta. Like, you just want to put up a better fight, right? And offensively, they scored five runs and you got some production from Bryce Harper with a home run and, you know, Schwarber comes through and you had the opportunities, bases. It was, a, it was a pretty good game. It was a fun game to watch. Of course, they lost. That wasn't fun in the late innings. They load up the bases and the Braves got them around. Um, but it's just one of those moments where, you know, Nola is getting the start. All eyes. Everything was setting up for a Nola masterclass and he failed to show up and he was frustrated afterwards the reporters in the inquirer that i read this morning said that uh, they've never really seen aaron nola like that that's how frustrated he was over that performance yesterday and it just wasn't good enough you know and i'm not here to say that he stinks i don't want him on the team i think there are really good things that aaron nola does but you know you need that ace to be an ace that's all i say and that's when I call into question about Aaron Nola's ace status. For me, an ace is that guy you can count on to shut down that losing streak. Is that guy you can count on to go out there and mow him down for six innings. Get it to the bullpen. Whatever is needed. And he's just, like, I know his numbers are good. I get it. I don't want to argue about it. But he's just a tick off. And he's had good performances this year, so I want to be fair. But last night was one of those that, man, you just left a bad taste in your mouth. Anyways, they're back on the diamond. Game two of a four-game series against the Atlanta Braves. And I will fire up DraftKings Sportsbook right now. We'll take a peek at some of the numbers that matter in that game. 721st pitch, Taiwan Walker back on the mound for the Phillies. Minus 130 or plus 135 dog there. 10 is your total in that one as last night's game went well above the total on DK. And uh, minus 155 for Jared Schuster and the Braves. You got to believe that they're going to come back down to earth, but something you have to pay attention to. And the splits weren't too friendly yesterday. I don't know about, well, Taiwan Walker was in a division with the Mets. So you have to take notice on what these Braves hitters have done on these pitchers in the past since they faced them a ton. And you saw that yesterday, very comfortable against Aaron Nola. I'm wondering if the Braves hitters are going to be just as comfortable tonight against Taiwan Walker. Once again, 720 first pitch. Folks, we got a lot to get to today. Got a jam-packed show for you on a Friday. No one's taking off here. Uh-uh. Sean Bernard's going to join us on the other side. We'll talk all things NBA. Get his thoughts on the latest as far as the Sixers are concerned with the coaching search, all the rumors, anything free agency. Uh, nobody better. So Sean Bernard's going to join us on uh, the other side here on a Friday. 
Also, in the 4 o'clock hour, Joe Tanti joins the program, and uh, we'll mix it up because NHL, we have a series getting extended, but I don't know if too many people are viewing that as a good thing. Once again, another series where it was 3-0 last night, Vegas Golden Knights rolled into Dallas, lost, even though the ice was completely tilted in their direction. They lost last night in overtime to Dallas. It's now three games to one. So game five in Vegas, and I believe that's tomorrow night as well, right? Yeah, tomorrow night as well, where Vegas Golden Knights are minus 135 favorites on their home ice, plus 115 for the Dallas Stars. We'll go into the finals and whether or not uh, anybody has anything for the Florida Panthers. But, um, you know, you're delaying the inevitable in that series in my mind. I would just prefer prefer that series to come to an end, and let's get to uh, the Stanley Cup final, which is going to be tremendous if it's vegas and florida which it's probably going to be that uh the numbers on DraftKings sportsbook are basically even money both ways and that tells you how evenly matched that series will be i just don't i have a you know the hot goalie i give the nod to bob that's a huge deal but other than that those teams are just so evenly matched and it's gonna be a great seven game series all right, uh, Joe Tan's going to join us once again at 4 o'clock. We'll hit on the diamond. We'll hit on the NHL. Of course, at 4.30, we got your Philadelphia Union coverage. Union back in action against NYCFC. We'll mix in some U.S. men's national team conversation. Coaching search, we got an update there as far as Greg Berhalter. We got a rumor there as far as Greg Berhalter. Not an update. This is coming from Men and Blazers, though, very connected there. So um, I think when there's smoke, there's fire. And if Burhalter, th- this rumor is true with him, that means the U.S. men's national team will be moving on and there will be a new manager named come August. But again, that's why Joe will join us at 4.30. As always, Joe has a tremendous blog for you Philadelphia Union fans. You better be subscribed to. And you better subscribe to our YouTube page, too, as well, at Fox Sports The Gambler. Uh, but Joe had a great piece that comes right to your inbox this morning on Chris Donovan and the important role that he has filled into for this union team and what could be expected moving forward. But you're going to hear more about that coming up at 4.30. However, other side, though, let's get on over to the NBA. Let's continue that conversation with Sean Bernard. Just a quick update, though, because I did put out a picture on Instagram. Um. So yesterday I saw the physical therapist, and uh, this has been, if you're just learning about this, some people are, which in fact, somebody's like, dude, you're hurt? Yeah. Uh, last two weeks, two weeks ago, I pinched a nerve, bulging disc in my neck, like low, like ugh, right in the worst spot possible in between the two shoulder blades. So it's been painful, and it hasn't, nothing has worked. Um, and then on top of it, you got to go through the steps and everything you're, you're, um, my regular doctor, family doctor, tells me then to go see a specialist. I'm seeing a physical therapist. And then now we're mixing in the holiday. So I reached out to a friend, and he had a chiropractor that I needed to go see. And I did. Uh, he was phenomenal. And, you know, you you you'd want you don't want the short fix. And I don't believe that this is a short fix. This is the first time in two weeks I can move, like, certain types of ways. It was very limited. You know, when you hurt your back, when you injure yourself, no matter where it, the injury is, as you're on the, the road to recovery, you, you want the wins, the small wins, right? Any, just get me to the green. I don't care what it is. I'm not trying to hit home run here. Just trying to get on base every day, get better. And I feel much better right now. But the funny thing is, it was suggested to me that I go buy a neck brace. <laughs> yeah. So there is a picture on my Instagram, Sean underscore brace. 
of me in a neck brace, which is just hysterical. Uh, I won't be wearing it 24 hours. I'll be wearing it around the house. That's number one. Uh, it definitely had a little bit of a, you know, it had an impact. I wore it. I, I bought it at CVS, 20 bucks, threw it on, drove here, and had it on for like 25 minutes. And I'm like, you know, feels pretty good. Definitely, there's a reason for it, right? Our heads are heavy. My head is heavy. I'm big and old, as my daughter would say. Now, um, but we're moving. We're moving in the right direction, and I'm looking forward to, uh, of course, getting back uh, to get more treatment after the holiday. Uh, but it's funny to see me in a neck brace. I wonder if they got those in team colors. And if I got open sponsorships, you know, if you guys want like DraftKings right here, Top Dog Law over on the right side, Red Bull. Yo, you want to sponsor me, baby? Hit me up. I'll throw you right on the neck brace. My last name is Brace. Come on, let's make it work. All right, Sean Bernard's going to join us on the other side. Let's talk all things NBA. Sean loves the Miami Heat in game six. Find out why on the other side. Back after this. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.